0: Greetings and welcome to BuilderBuds. My name is Ronnie and this is a series on my channel that I like to call Ronnie's Reflections. It's a series that I sit down week to week and go through this lovely little guided journal that I purchased on Amazon. I'll leave a link in the description if you want to check it out. I don't get any money for that, but I've had a lot of fun doing this and I'd like to see other people come on board as well. So in order to talk about this week's reflection, I need to review what we discussed last week. And last week our task was to craft an intent statement. So an intent statement is something that you're wanting to work on, that you know that you've got kind of some shortcomings on, but you want to be more intentional about the things that you do in life. And so I highlighted three different things that I wanted to be a little bit more intentional in my life about addressing, and that was having financial freedom, having meaningful and fulfilling work, and then having a happy, successful, thriving Mr. Beckett James Williams, my five-year-old son. Now, this week, our task is to reflect on this very prompt. How does your intent make you vulnerable? (laughs) So, uh, as you can see, I did write down pretty much an entire journal entry. Not a huge fan of writing, but um, I thought it would be fun and probably beneficial to have kind of a written component along with my little YouTube Video Diary thing that I'm doing right now as well. Okay, so first and foremost, all the things that I want to accomplish with my intent statement are things that don't come naturally to me. I think that that kind of summarizes how all of this makes me feel vulnerable, is that I highlighted things within that intent statement are things that I have to really think about and dive into and grind on in order to improve. Finances don't come natural to me. Um, I was an English teacher. I was not a math teacher. Uh, I had maybe one personal finance class in my entire life. So I don't have the knowledge, the training, the background. It's all self taught things, you know, learning from people like Dave Ramsey, Um, just hearing Greg Brickitecker talk about how, uh, you know, he lives a debt free life and, and how that's positively impacted his entire life. and and other people as well, you know. So uh, totally self-taught in that realm, Uh, having more fulfilling times at work, definitely not something that comes natural to anyone probably, um, unless you're going to work every day and you do what you love, which I am for the most part, you know, I really enjoy what I do for work. Um, I just want it to be something that's more long-term and fulfilling, because I've got a lot of years left (laughs) at work. Um, I think that my retirement date through the state of education retirement system is something like 2044, I want to say. So we're sitting 2021 right now, so that's 23 years more that I've got to work. And that's a long time to work at the same job and to continue to find fulfillment day after day. So I hope that... uh, I I continue to enjoy work. I hope that I continue to be employed (laughs) in the same capacity that I'm in. Um, I really enjoy it. I really love it. And I just wanted to kind of continue. And then of course, a happy, successful, thriving Beckett. I don't think that any parent ever feels like they're nailing the parent gig. Uh, I've never spoken with anybody personally that was just like, yep. I I get this parenting thing. I'm really good at it. I'm very comfortable with it. And uh, yeah, so I'll just go ahead and write a book about it and you can buy it and I'll be a millionaire. (laughs) I've I've not met that person yet. I don't know if they exist because there's so many variables within parenting. I was on, um, was it TikTok or Reddit last night? I can't remember. I was on both of them for way too long, but um, I stumbled across... A uh, a thread. I think it was Reddit. What was, what was the most disturbing movie you've ever watched? And so I went into this thread expecting to find a bunch of horror movies, and I found a movie. Uh, it was at the very top of the list, and it was not a horror movie per se, but it was. I think the title was "We Need to Talk About Kevin," and apparently it was it was two parents that identified some very deep uh, emotional disturbing issues with their son, Kevin. Uh, I, don't, I don't know the premise beyond that because I'm kind of interested in, in watching it now. Uh, but everybody within the thread was like, I recommend it to people, but I never want to watch it again. It's something that I continue to think about time and time again. And, and that thought is something that's really interesting to me as well. You know, as a parent, what are the things that we're doing right now that are going to bear either fruit or it's going to wind up in the tree dying. <laughs> that's not a very good analogy, but we do things as parents uh, whenever the, our kids are young, and we think, ah, oh, yeah, like this is really good. And they're going to they're going to turn out just fine. Um, you know, you go to go to Walmart or something like that, or go to the restaurant, and you see kids with their faces just buried in devices, and they're not interacting with the real world. Well, that's fine in the moment you know because they're distracted and they're not throwing a fit or whatever while you're doing shopping in the store but you know i gotta wonder what are the long-term consequences and repercussions because of that you know are they are they going to grow up and just not be able to function in society at all are they always going to have to be plugged into something where there's all the stimuli coming at them just constantly time and time again uh maybe and so you, you think about things like that as a parent and you wonder, well, what are the long-term consequences of whatever it is that I'm doing, you know? What are the long-term consequences of putting your life on YouTube? What are the long-term consequences of sharing bits and pieces of your son's life on YouTube? Hopefully, uh, it, the overwhelmingly majority of the time, it's nothing but positive things. You get to have those memories cataloged away. Uh, you can go back and access them anytime. If your son is really young like mine, they can come back and watch videos like this. And, you know, maybe I pass away. He can watch his videos and kind of get a sense of who his dad was and what he's all about. Of course, there are, you know, like negative probably things that you could think of as well, but you just don't know what those things are until you get years and years and years down the road. So, um you just you just don't know <laughs> and with mr beckett his mind is a sponge he soaks up so much information all of the time and uh, it's just crazy to think about the things that i do with him now and what what that's going to lead him to be and do and love later on in his life so those are the things that i think make me vulnerable you know just I go on to say, being transparent about my shortcomings and especially recording my video journal and putting that on YouTube for the world to see, my thoughts is extremely vulnerable in my mind. In addition to that, I'm not also very comfortable in doing videos in one take, which is kind of what I'm wanting to do with this series. I want it to be kind of raw and off the cuff. And if I make mistakes and stumble through things, I just, I just want it to be kind of that part of it because I want this to be almost like I'm having a conversation uh, with whoever is watching this. So I feel very vulnerable <laughs> sharing this stuff, and especially whenever I get to a prompt like this, which whenever I originally sat down and started to think about how my intention statement makes me vulnerable – I felt like I wasn't going to be able to write very much and I wasn't going to be able to talk very much about this, which maybe that's a good thing because the first two entries in this journal have been like 20-minute videos, which is probably way too long that I'm just rambling on and on. But uh, I think the, the shorter version of this is that I feel vulnerable just talking about and addressing the things that don't come naturally to me. So I think that it's it's good to have that awareness of the things that maybe you're not super good at, and to then address those, meet them head on, say yes, I am not good at this. So that means that I need to think very intentionally about how I can address those things and about how I can get better at them. So recently, uh, we I started watching. I didn't start watching. I was well. I started watching a new. Uh, creator on TikTok. Her name is, I wrote it down. Where did I write it down at? There it is. Parenting with Dr. Siggy. And that's S I G G I E. I found one of those accounts on TikTok that actually puts out positive, good uh, messages on TikTok. And so she makes these little short videos. She's a child psychologist by trade. Um, and the first one that I watched of hers was, uh, think about how you word things with your child. And so her, for example, was a lot of times parents, mine did this, I do this. Uh, whenever you pick up your kid from school, you'll say, how was your day today? And so she advocates that that, that phrase is just way too big because a lot of times they're just going to say, oh, it's good. You know, it's great. It's fine. And that's, that's kind of what we want to hear but as parents, we really need to break it down. And so instead of saying, the way she does her video, she says, instead of saying this, try this instead. So instead of saying, how was school today, say this instead. Help your child break down their big experiences in a more detailed and balanced way. So she said you should ask them, hey, did you sit by a special friend at lunch today? Or did you get to play with trucks with anybody today? Ask those more uh, specific, Guided questions and you're gonna get at the information a little bit easier because they just had a big long day at school And it's hard for kiddos, especially younger ones to process all of that and to kind of digest down into Well, what exactly did I do today? So whenever I picked Beckett up from school yesterday I asked him a little bit more succinct questions I can't recall exactly what those questions were but instead of asking him how school today and usually his reply will be, I don't know. <laughs> so like that's a that's a perfect example of that's just too big of a question for a little guy like him. Uh, so she's got a lot more other videos. I think she's only uploaded maybe 10 to 15 different videos. But uh, if you're a parent and you're looking for ways to communicate with your kiddo, I think that uh, she's got some really good advice on there. Um, another piece of advice that I've already used. Is um, whenever a uh, whenever your child disagrees with you and they say no, instead of saying, instead of arguing with them, you, she advocates that you should acknowledge that they said no, but that it's going to be a yes in this instance. So maybe I'll do a little role playing here, where I'm Beckett and Daddy. So I'm going to say, "All right, Beckett, it's time to get ready for bed and brush your teeth and take a bath." No, I don't want to brush my teeth and go to bed. Well, I hear you no, Beckett, but in this situation, it's going to be a yes because we need to get your teeth brushed and we need to get you to bed so that you're nice and fresh in the morning. Oh, well, when you put it that way, that's just such a nice way to put it, Daddy. I guess, I guess we should do that. <laughs> that's not exactly how that went, but uh, I didn't get in any kind of a power struggle or argument at all. There were no crocodile tears. You know, transitions for Beckett are sometimes a little bit difficult, especially when he's having such a good time doing whatever it is. Uh, you know, he doesn't want to go to bed. He doesn't want to take a bath. He doesn't want to go uh, number two <laughs> ever for some reason. Uh, but then, you know, we do it, and he's he just kind of transition. It's all about that transition period. And I really believe in the power of words um, as a former English teacher and just a lover of, of words. I think that there's a lot of power in words and especially how you phrase them, how you use them, uh, especially with little guys. Uh, I think it's I think it makes a big difference. So I believe that's the end of that one. So we are only, uh, how long have we been recording? Oh, 13 minutes. Wow, that's longer than I thought we'd been recording. Well, it's still gonna be shorter than the other two. Uh, Hope you guys are doing well out there. Hope you enjoy this series. If you have any comments, ooh, listener feedback. That's what I did last week. I need to look that up real quick. All right, so we had one little piece of listener feedback. It was from Greg, Mr. Brickatech. Thanks again for watching these, dude. I appreciate you very much. He said, great episode. I especially enjoyed the financial conversation and your plan and progress on becoming debt-free. I wouldn't worry too much about the Beckett side of things. You seem like a great dad. And he's going to have so many advantages in life because of that. Loving this series and looking forward to the next entry. Well, thanks again for taking the time to watch them, Greg. I know that you're extremely busy. Uh, I'm envisioning and hoping that maybe this series is something that you've got, you know, kind of off in the background you're doing while you're organizing Lego or getting set up for a stream or whatever. Kind of like you recommend folks do for your podcast. Uh, But just awesome guy. I appreciate him taking the time to, to watch and to leave a comment. And uh, he's he's exactly right. You know, I, I love Beckett so much. Uh, he definitely knows that. If he goes back and watches these videos, there's going to be definitely no doubt, even if he has like next to no memories of his dad. So I'm, I'm really thankful that I found uh, somebody like Greg that kind of gave me the model and the inspiration to uh, create videos in general. You know, I'd Maybe three or four years ago, um, after watching him and Clark do Lego stuff, I sat down and did a couple of Lego videos uh, on my own and with Beckett, and then we kind of fell off of the wagon a little bit. And then fast forward a couple more years, and I, I rewatched some of those, and I continued to watch all of Greg's videos. I rewatched some of my old videos, and I realized how much stuff I had missed out on just by not having a video record of it. And uh, I didn't, I didn't want to do that anymore, so. Thank you for always being an inspiration to me, Greg. Hope everybody else out there is doing well. If you have any feedback, any comments, please leave those in the comment section below. And I hope everybody has a fantastic week. I guess I could say I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend because I think these are going to come out on Thursday. So thank you again for watching. Hope everybody's well. And I will see you in the next video. Bye.